You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Real Presence Live here from the Fargo Studios between the railroad tracks and the cathedral with rogue construction going on throughout. My name is Tim Moser, along with my co-host... Janine Bitson. That's right. We're having fun, Janine, aren't we? It has. It's been a great morning, and and what a joy. I mean, that first hour to have, you know, Bishop John T. Folda. Mm, You got it all in. I know, I got it all in. (laughs) Um, You know, that's that's kind of maybe something when you get closer to people, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe become a little more relaxed. Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. And I have to remember that... I have to say Deacon Ben Sites. I can't just say yeah, Ben. Hey Ben. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yep, know. Yep. There are these uh these honors and these uh positions in the church that uh deserve a lot of respect. Yeah. Well and it's it's an attention. ordination is an ontological change. Exactly. That you are changed, you know. Right, right. Permanently, you know. But anyway, back to that. It's been a great, great first hour. And then to talk about um the hymn <laughs> that won the contest with Kathleen Pluth. I mean, it was really beautiful because the work of music in the church is so vitally important because it does help lead us to God. It helps, you know, whether it's scripturally based or it's heartfelt, that uh, is a conversation, a prayer, yep. you know, to God. It's so very important. So Exactly. And so a, a second part, so we talked about the person that USCCB had this contest with that won Eucharistic, they had a Eucharistic hymn, which Kathleen wrote. And now we'd like to welcome to the show Diane Mahoney, who wrote the theme song. Welcome, Diane. Thank you very much. Absolutely. So, Diane, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I am from Burlington, Iowa, and here in Burlington, I'm the wife of Stan Mahoney, Mm -hmm. mother of four adult children, grandmother of three, which is just very fun. I'm a church musician and also... Apparently, I'm a composer. (laughs) (laughs) Unbeknownst to you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, no, I've I've composed for years, but Mm -hmm. certainly not at this level Mm -hmm. uh, of being honored for at this level. So anyway, I'm a Catholic follower of Jesus. I'm in love with the liturgy, and I love the Eucharist. Beautiful. All wonderful tools and dispositions for uh, having the Holy Spirit inspired to write a theme song. So talk to our listeners. We have a hymn we talked about for the revival and a theme song. What What's the difference, Diane? Well, my understanding is the theme song, which you could compare to a communion song that you would sing at Mass. I wrote the words, but I also wrote the tune, the melody mm-hmm. for that song. So now I did borrow, you know, like one of the verses is Ave Verum Corpus, a Latin text from, uh, they believe, about the 12th or 14th century. But anyways, uh, Kathleen wrote a hymn text, so she had in mind a certain pattern or a certain hymn, like Ode to Joy, let's say, that's the hymn. That's not the one she used, but she used uh, hydrofall. But anyway, so she had that tune in mind, and then she wrote a beautiful text, like poetry, you know, claiming the Eucharist and, you know, that. But she already had the melody given to hers, let's say. So I kind of combined different things in order to get a song. That's how I understand it, anyway. <laughs> that's what, what inspired you to... Uh 
to, to enter the contest? Well, I saw it in our diocesan paper, to be honest, and then several people saw it in their diocesan paper and said, hey, this is something you should do, or at least consider. And since I had been thinking about writing a communion song for a while, I had kind of put that away. I thought, well, you know, if you a deadline, let, let me pull it out and see what I can do. And the Spirit was apparently working. <laughs> And and that's so beautiful that you, you give him res- recognition in that because it is so true how the Holy Spirit touches our heart. But we have to prepare our hearts to receive him, right? And to be able to Absolutely. hear him. And so thank you for that. Um, so are you in the Diocese of Dubuque then? Uh, Davenport. Davenport. Okay. All righty. Fantastic. Well, that's pretty exciting Mm -hmm. for for your area, too, to be represented um, in this National Eucharistic Revival. That's a a really beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And how is that affecting people in in your diocese, in your area, in your own parish? Um, Well, everybody's, you know, as one person said, I'm just uplifted by this to know that, you know, it's in our area and and written by someone I know and that sort of thing. Um, Yeah, it's just a huge honor, and I think everyone shares in that honor because they're part of Holy Spirit talking to me, you know, you're, you're inspired by Sunday Masses with your friends and family, and so they're all part of that journey, I think. Well, I wish we could just have you just get on your organ and play it for us. That would be yeah. really, really <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tim here is a, an amazing keyboard uh, player oh, uh-huh. and musician. So it, it's just something when you can hear it. Mm-hmm. You it know? Exactly. That's yeah. true. Um, so, so, oh, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So D- Diane, I, well, I, I haven't. Go ahead. Okay. I haven't even heard it performed yet, to be honest. You, you know, I wrote it, and you're up against this deadline, and um, I never thought I would win, and so I didn't. Uh, lots of my pieces I do with our choir or, you know, cantor or whatever, but this, I didn't have a chance to do that, so I actually have not heard it performed, except by me at the, <laughs> sitting at the piano. Or yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, exactly. <laughs> now, is, is this a song that just, you know, came up just uh, and spur of the moment, Holy Spirit style, or, or is it something that worked over months or even years to develop? Yes, it really was years, I have to admit. Uh, and part of it was just life, um, things uh, keeping me from working at it, and part of it was maybe a little bit of discouragement, like, ah, this isn't good enough, I, you know, and I would throw away mainly the refrain. I just You just want it to be right. If people are going to sing it as they come up to, to for communion, you know, you just, it's it's so important. You want it to be as reverent, as, as prayerful as possible. So, um, yeah, so I just kept working on it until I thought it was there, I guess. And God's timing is always perfect. And wow, look at this. Uh, Once again, he shows us that his timing is always perfect and that we have to trust in it. So where will the song be used, um, Diane? And will it be similar to how the hymn is used or or is it being used differently? I I guess so. Um, We're a little bit in the dark, but as far as it would be, uh, it's released, I think, to people in the parishes in, in the United States. 
pretty soon, like in the coming months. And then, you know, they're encouraged. I mean, they can freely use it. And then my understanding is, of course, it would be the theme song or theme songs for the Congress next, the Eucharistic Congress next summer. So I expect we'll hear it then as well. Wonderful. Say, Diane, is there any way, we would love to get a little flavor, a little taste, any way you can share uh, some of the lyrics with us? Oh, certainly. Yes, yes. The refrain, the refrain, the lyrics are, Behold, behold, the holy body of Christ. And then my favorite line that kind of I always wanted to keep was, We do believe, O Lord, help our unbelief. And that's the from the Gospel of Mark, where the distraught father says, um, can you heal my, my son from the demons? And Jesus said, well, do you believe I can do it? And he says, oh, oh yes, yes, I believe it. Help my unbelief. And I just I love that, and so I've been trying to use that. And then it ends with, behold, behold, the sacred blood of Christ. May we all become what we receive. Amen. So anyway, that's the refrain. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, can you give us a little flavor of a, of a verse or two? What, what are the what are the themes of the verses, if we may? Okay, so the Latin Ave Virum Corpus mm-hmm. basically is "Hail the True Body of Christ," mm-hmm. um, and it goes on. May this be a foretaste of heaven to us. Uh, and then I have optional verses in English, which is Psalm. 116, which you hear various times of the year, but Holy Thursday is one of them. Mm -hmm. How shall I make a return to God for all the good He has done for me? Mm -hmm. I love that. So, anyway, that's, in a nutshell, that's what Mm -hmm. it is. Beautiful. And tell us a little bit about how the melody came to you. Did you have the melody first? Did you have some idea of the words? Did they kind of come together? How did that all come together for you? Oh, gosh. Um, I worked on the words and the tune kind of simultaneously. I knew like I wanted which words I wanted to include, and then I couldn't figure out how to end it. And then superimposed over it is the Adorate Devote, which is Thomas Aquinas, a tune that we all know, a chant tune. So anyway. Somehow that tune came to me, and it fit over, superimposed over the whole thing. And with that as kind of unifying, I don't know, it just, it just, I was able to finish it when I got that little bit of inspiration. That is, that is key. I'm, I'm sitting here just trying to figure, I, I, I love that how the, the, so if I'm understanding right, the, the, the melody you had just, just kind of continues, but then over the top was, was this other thing. Is that right? Yeah. Kind of same, oh, beautiful. Exactly. I, I can't. Yeah, with, with flute or, yeah, flute or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. That, so, that sounds so good. That sounds so wonderful. Well, where do you hope that, what do you hope this will do for people and for their belief and, and revival in the Eucharist? Well, of course, we hope that it does what God wants it to do and renews people, renew our hearts, help us grow closer to Christ, help us to grow closer to Jesus in the Eucharist, His presence in within us. You know, you're, you're very humble, Diane, and like you said, I didn't think I'd win this and that, but I think it's, it's a great lesson for all of us, right? 
God gives us the gift. And and uh, Janine's got a great definition of humility she's going to share with us. Yeah, yeah. It, it is actually one of our favorites. Uh, Blessed Columba Marmion is one of our our favorite uh, friends in heaven, I should say. All of them should be, but he's like really special to us. But he said, true humility is not to deny the gifts God has given you, but to use them for his glory. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what you've done in doing this, Diane. And we thank you. And we look forward to hearing it, it come to fruition where um, the words that you have written and the melody that you have written, that we can let God speak in our hearts through your music. And uh, that's going to be a very joyful day when we're able to to experience that. Thanks so much, Dan. God awesome. bless you. All right, coming up yes, next. Thank you. you uh-huh. Coming up next, music, silence, and the liturgy right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.